1: Yaffe program. I'm Alabama's truth czar. This is uh, Huntsville's disinformation board. Always appreciate you joining the show today. Just a reminder, if you miss any of the show live and catch the podcast on our website wvnn.com, you can also check it out anywhere podcasts are available. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, so on and so forth subscribe share with your friends give me a good review joining me right now on the show as he does every monday todd stacy he is with alabama daily news which you can read every day at aldailynews.com also host of alabama public television's capital journal todd how are you this uh, monday morning i'm good yeah how are you doing pretty good doing pretty good so um what do you think government shutdown averted were you uh, surprised at all
0: um, a little bit. I thought that, um, I thought they might let it shut down maybe for a couple of days and, and in doing so kind of giving the speaker, um, the, the excuse to, to do essentially what he did. Um, so I was a little surprised they went ahead and and did it Saturday night. Um, but I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well go ahead and, and get it done. What, you know, why? Why even have a couple of days of shutdown if that's going to be the ultimate result? Um, so it's just going to be interesting. You know, it's a 45 day, um, CR that's, that sounds like a lot of time, but it really isn't. (laughs) And what's going to be interesting is, you know, you've got some, you know, a handful of, I guess you got the Matt gate, maybe a couple others that want to vacate the chair, right. That want Mm -hmm. to oust McCarthy as speaker. I don't know if they're going to be successful. I think it's probably an uphill battle. Um, but one, one thing to consider is if they're having these leadership fights, um, and that, and it's all, you know, this big fight over who's going to be the speaker, it's really distracting from actually passing those appropriations bills. So I think, you know, 45 days from now, we might be looking at another kind of deadline.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that that's a really good point. Now, you said you don't think the vacating the chair, McCarthy trying to oust him, is going to be successful. Do you think McCarthy will get some Democrat votes there?
0: Maybe. I think. Um, I think the, what's more likely. First of all, I think he would, at this point, still have a majority of his conference, and that's really important. Um, but in terms of the Democrats. I don't think they would vote against him. And I think what they would do, um, some of them at least, is vote present. Um, that's not a vote for him, but it really helps the math, right? Because that that increases the percentage um, of those yes votes. And so, or, or I guess of the no votes. But um, so, so if Democrats wanted to help the Speaker by not, actually voting for him voting present is a way to really help him
1: oh okay i didn't even think about that but i could totally see that happening so matt gates that's the the
0: old the old legislative match
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i don't even know that's a that's a good point so matt gates you know he was on the sunday shows and he said his biggest problem was he wants you know separate appropriation bills you know single item funding bills that they pass and Work out with the Senate. Now, I sympathize with that thinking a little bit, but to go through all of this now, when you have such a slim majority and Democrats control the Senate and the White House, a lot of this seems kind of self defeating. Like they're fighting over tactics. And, you know, to get rid of Kevin McCarthy, who put forward a continuing resolution that would have cut government 8%, that Gates voted against. I mean, what do you think about right. all of this? Is just it's like this is a fight about tactics who has the better tactics here
0: yeah it's kind of hard to take him seriously when he when he does vote no on those appropriations bills right And everybody wants that that's how it's supposed to work there are 12 titles there are 12 appropriations titles and you're supposed to pass them in regular order everybody wants that um but when it doesn't happen for a variety of factors um it's not like you can magically go and do it and and the problem with that is you know, they've been trying to pass these appropriations bills, the individual ones, and haven't been able to get the votes because of this, um, you know, group of hard right Republicans. So how is that the speaker's fault, right? If, the, if, if you've got 10 or 12 people who are voting no on everything, how is that Kevin McCarthy's fault? So I think, I think Gates is using that as a, as a convenient talking point when the reality is he just wants to be on TV, he wants to be on the radio. He wants to be out there, seen as fighting the speaker because he wants to, you know, raise money and, and um, you know raise his national profile. You know, just talk about running for governor. So I just I don't buy it. I don't buy that at all. I think it's a convenient excuse. He's getting exactly what he wants, right? He's he's on the Sunday shows. He's on Fox. He's raising a ton of money. I'm sure. Um, so that's what that's the the true (laughs) that's what's really going on um how do you explain it i guess you you can you can find a good excuse
1: yeah i mean i'm kind of with you there Like, like i said and you said everybody wants to do it through the regular order but if he's voting against all of those bills it's just like you know at some point you have to look at the political reality understand that democrats really control things and if you're upset at that, don't blame McCarthy, win elections. Like we need to win more elect. You Republicans need to win more elections if, if they really want to change things. Right.
0: Right. I mean, there's a four seat majority in the house is just razor thin. And I remember back um, a previous shutdown was 2013. This was the defund Obamacare fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, back then, Republicans had a pretty wide majority. I think it was like, you know, 35, almost 40 seat majority. And even then, even with that huge of a majority, everybody knew that this defund Obamacare thing was not going to work because Democrats controlled the Senate and they weren't going to defund, you know, the the healthcare law, right? They weren't, they weren't going to do it. And so even, you know, even with that big of a majority, it doesn't matter if you don't have the Senate. So, yeah, you got to win elections, um, and that includes Senate elections. I actually think that Republicans have a pretty good shot at winning the Senate in 2024. Um, but, man, a lot can go wrong. I mean, we saw that in, in the last election yeah. where they really should have won the Senate that time. Um, and some some unfortunate candidates emerged that uh that really cost them
1: yeah i'm speaking with todd stacy alabama public televisions capital journal host um you had a couple of state senators on this morning i know you had at least one what i mean what are the highlights from your show
0: it was a really interesting show for one thing um chris pringle state representative chris pringle he he was the chairman of the redistricting committee Mm mm-hmm and he has finally broken his silence about that. So this, this entire time with redistricting, uh, they, at the advice of counsel, Republicans haven't been going on shows and haven't been talking because they don't want their words to be used against them in the court case, right? Well, now there is no court case. And so he uh, agreed to come on and really share um, his candid thoughts about the redistricting process, including some of his disagreements with what happened in the Senate. Um And the tactics used by the attorney general, I think I found it fascinating. I think viewers will, too. So, yeah, go check that out.
1: Yeah, and I know they can listen to uh, the podcast of it or find it on YouTube. Uh, any other highlights?
0: Yeah, uh, Bobby Singleton, State Senator Bobby Singleton made some waves this week when um, he mentioned to a couple of reporters that he's thinking about running for Congress. And that would mean challenging Terry Sewell there in the 7th District. That's a big deal. Terry Sewell's been there since 2010. Um, So I had him on the show and got him to go, you know, explain all that. And he did. Uh, He he explained his interest in running for Congress, his, you know, dissatisfaction with Sewell. Um, So, yeah, it it was also very candid. And uh, I think people will find that interesting. So
1: is he officially running or he just said he's thinking about running? He's
0: just thinking about it. Hmm. I think he set him. Up. You don't really have to set up a committee, but he's. I think he's setting up a, an informal committee to gotcha. explore it, and um, okay. we'll see. I think he's got until November to make up his mind.
1: I mean, it should be an interesting race, although I, I, it seems like a long shot, right? You know, Terry Sewell. I know, I know that the districts are different now, but uh, she seems. It's hard to beat an incumbent already, and then she's kind of popular in that area, right?
0: It is hard to be an incumbent, and she is a popular member of Congress. I will say this, though. Singleton represents most of those counties anyway, right? They share the same district. He has, like, six counties there in the Black Belt. The only deficit he would have is is in Jefferson County, right, in Birmingham. Um, But if you could make up that. And so, basically, they've been on the same ballots, Bobby Singleton and Terry Sewell, for a long time. So I think, you know... I think he would at least have a shot, and that's that's why you explore it, right? That's why you go mm-hmm. around and, yeah. and and ask folks, you know, kind of feel out is there dissatisfaction with Terry Sewell? Um, there's, there always have been from like her her left flank, right? Works a little too much with Republicans, things like that. So if if he picks up on some of that, then he might have a shot.
1: Todd Stacy with Alabama Public Television's Capital Journal, um, so. I mean, is anyone, is there anyone who's going to run against her in the primary, you think?
0: Well, yeah, that would be the primary. Or, that would be the yeah. Democratic primary. I mean, um, yeah, I meant so, to say,
1: uh, will a Republican run against her in the general?
0: I don't know. I've not heard about anybody. There's, there's always like a, um, like a token Republican candidate because it's, it's, it's a pretty long shot to win that race. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, of course, what everybody's wondering about is the second district, right? The, this is the, it, you know, at least maybe in a couple of days, we'll find out which district it's going to be, but it's it's very different, right? It's, yep. it's um, anywhere from you know, 48 to 50% black voting age population. That changes everything. And so who, you know, we, we expect Stephen Reed to run. He's the mayor of Montgomery. We're hearing some other names emerge. And, and will Republicans um, you know, think they still have a shot to win that that district. So that's what everybody's kind of looking at. So it could be an interesting uh, congressional uh, year in Alabama politics.
1: Yeah, I mean, Barry Morris, on my show, he's kind of praying about it, hasn't made a decision. Jerry Carl is already saying he's going to run for it. So if there's a primary battle between Carl and Moore, that'll be interesting. And I guess there was some talk that uh, Jim Jordan's going to hold a fundraiser for Barry Moore which kind of suggests that he plans on running but who do you think has a better shot there I, I would think probably Jerry Carl any any thoughts
0: yeah I think Jerry Carl has the leg up because you just if you look at that district so much of the population is based there in Mobile and in Baldwin County right it, it's, it's definitely still a coastal district mm-hmm. and so that population base outweighs the wiregrass and so I, I just think it's going to be real tough for Barry Moore to compete. Now, look, you could always have outside forces come and um, try to spend a bunch of money, and, and we'll see. But um, it to me, it's going to be really hard for Barry Moore to break in to the mobile media market. And that's, again, that's the base of the voting population.
1: Right. Now uh, I understand. If you want to read more about this or... See more of Capital Journal, you can YouTube, Alabama Daily News. Todd, really appreciate it, as always. Talk to you again in the future.
0: All right, yeah, if would be good.
1: You as well. Let me tell you about the sponsor here real quick, the Weight Loss Centers of Huntsville. Um, if you need to lose weight, let me tell you, the Weight Loss Centers of Huntsville. If you want to not just lose weight, but keep it off, Weight loss centers of Huntsville. If you want to do it naturally without counting calories or prepackaged meals or some kind of pills or surgery or something crazy like that, let me tell you, weight loss centers of Huntsville. I can tell you this because it worked for me. Um, it's been almost a year since I was on the diet and I'm keeping it off. I lost 36 pounds total. What's really good is you lose the weight quickly. So it kind of motivates you to keep going as well. You could lose up to a pound of fat per day. That's what I did, 30 pounds in a month. Now, results can vary, but if you want to find out more information so you can lose the weight and feel great... Contact them at the Weight Loss Centers of Huntsville on the website, weightlosshuntsville.com, weightlosshuntsville.com. You can uh, sign up for a free private weight loss consultation. You can see how the program works. You can uh, get that app on your phone to keep track of your progress. And their weight loss experts. They help you through all of it. And, you know, best of all, it works. I am proof of that. The before and after pictures you could see on my Facebook page, and I'm keeping the weight off which is awesome weight loss centers of Huntsville contact them today at weightlosshuntsville.com weightlosshuntsville.com and when you do as always make sure to let them know skinny Yaffe was the one who sent you got the local news update coming up next more in the Yaffe program stay with us
0: you're listening to Yaffe on WVNN